shore one of them said the other one said uh, I sure hope you mark the spot where we caught all those fish the other one said oh, well, I sure did he said well how'd you mark it he said well uh, uh, I put a big X right in the bottom of the boat <laughs> so the other one said well you idiot how do you know we'll get the same boat next time <laughs> all right well it's a couple of little jokes for you there <laughs> Uh, I've had the opportunity to cheer up some people's days um, in certain businesses. Like um, a few uh, years ago, we were in Colorado Springs, and uh, so we were going to have some fresh salmon. And man, that the guy back there, he was the grouchiest, grouchiest uh, butcher that I'd ever met. He just back there grouchy and mean. So I said, uh, well, let me tell you something. I'll tell you a joke. Did you hear about the butcher that took his... <laughs> I pay her to do that. Anyway, did you hear about that? She gets paid well. Uh, did you hear about the butcher that took his wife to a party for the very first time? Um, so he was introducing her around, and he said, meet Patty. And uh, she was a larger woman. He'd say, double meet Patty. Um, but so I finally made the butcher laugh, the guy in Colorado Springs. He laughed. You know. <laughs> so he was much happier after that. All right, that's enough for y'all. Is that good? Trina likes to tell a joke every now and then, but it's, she's really a difficult joke teller. She has to read a joke. So, but she tries. My timing is way off. Timing's way off. But that's really not the most important thing. I leave it to you. Yes, ma'am. You do the most important thing, which is she has a new book called Effective Prayer for Your Family. Brand new book just came out just a few days ago. It's a very powerful book and very easy to read on how to pray for your family. And we have seen your family. And your family needs prayer. But <laughs> Actually, this book uh, started yeah. when Dylan, our grandson, our grandson was yeah. three years old, diagnosed with uh, leukemia. Yeah, it's a very so powerful. The blood covenant. Yeah. Amen. And learning how to use that effective, fervent prayer that will move mountains out of the way. So Dylan is almost mm -hmm. to be eight years old. Yeah. He and his twin, and he's doing great. Now, now, yeah. No leukemia. And now uh, we get to go to his basketball games, and he runs all over the court. He is hilarious. Uh, so he's about three years late on his basketball training. Uh, so we, we laugh while we watch him. And, and uh, other people are like, well, look at that guy. You know, he's so funny. He runs all over the court. And, and I want to tell him, I say, you know, if you knew where he's been, what he's come through, you would all be just thanking God like us that he's out there. And so he's doing well. Praise the Lord. 
Amen? So I'm going to give this book to somebody, my friend over here. So uh, if anybody you look at and it just looks like they need prayer for their family, <laughs> you might want to give them that book there. And um, I don't know how many books our office sent, but if we run out of it, we'll send you some more. We'll send some more. So, or you can go online and order the book on uh, markhankins.org. All right. Then I have three new books also that we've done just in the last three months. And that's like a miracle. We've been wanting to do it for like 40 years. And these, these are some of my favorites, actually. This one is called The Great Confession. The Great Confession. The Great Confession, you know, is that Jesus is Lord. The Great Confession. It is the one confession that stands between you and hell. <laughs> Jesus, Lord Jesus, you're my Lord. And it's how you are saved. Amen. Not just once, but every day. Amen. Confession of the Lordship of Jesus. So who want to give this to? Uh, there you went. All right. Anybody want that book on the greatest confession? Uh, this one is on the God kind of life, the life of God. And I think we're going to teach on that some this morning, the first service. Don't know what's going to happen in the second service or tonight. But uh, this is on the God kind of life. I've been wanting to write this book for 40 years. Finally got it done. The God kind of life, what it is, what it does, how you get it. And so if you want that book, raise your hand. Then this one is on honor, honor above and beyond the call of duty, honor. Amen. How to give it and uh, what God will do for you when you are a person of honor. So give that somebody. Praise the Lord. Then we have some CDs back there. All the stuff is half price while we're here. If we run out of something, you can get it online. But the CDs, uh, if you don't have a CD player, you can download the Mark Hankins Ministries app and all the messages are there free. So you can't beat that price, right? If you don't like it, we'll give you a full refund. But... Uh, <laughs> Mark Hankins Ministries app, and uh, you just get on there, and you can listen to all these messages absolutely free. But if you have a CD player, this one is on the blood covenant. Jesus' blood is enough, and uh, wow, better covenant, better promises on the blood covenant. And then this one is on some of the stuff we may teach on this morning, and it is on the God kind of life, life as God has it. So good. Wow, man, I still get happy about that. Changed my life 50 years ago. Man. Time flies, don't it? So who wants to? You need to slow down a little bit. There. You might hurt yourself. Anyway, so if you want to give that, if you want that one, the life of God, take that one. If you don't have a CD player, get off the app. Amen. God bless you. <laughs>
So I want you to get your Bible. I'm going to sing a song. It's not new, but it's true. Because over every situation, don't just speak your opinion. Give me the Word, because the Word of God contains the very substance of God, and it'll produce healing, victory. It'll redeem your family. Amen. Praise God. So you can start that song, and we'll just take it. Hallelujah. Amen. There we go. Why don't you smile? We rejoice over the Word. Amen. Give me the word, make it plain and clear to me. Give me the word, it's a light that I might see. Give me the word, it's my total victory over every situation. Give me the word. It's been tested, it's been tried. Searching minds is satisfied. Though the story's old, its message still is clear. It's been ridiculed, it's been shamed, but its power has never changed. It will stand the test forever. Give me the word. Just give me the word. Make it plain and clear to me. Give me the word. It's a light that I might see. Give me the word. Because it's my total victory over every situation. Give me the word. I don't want it watered down, sugar-coated and profound, no. Give me basic truths that last the course of time. Preach it strong, preach it clear, cause this world's got to hear. It will change our lives forever. Give me the word. Give me the word. Make it plain and clear to me. Give me the word. It's a light that I might see. Give me the word. Yeah. It's my total victory over every situation. Give me the word when I am troubled and my heart's full of fear. When my faith is tested, even death may be drawing near. Come on. When life is challenged and I stand in need, over every situation, give me the word. Over every situation, you send your word. Over every situation, give me the word. How many have ever had an impossible situation? And you say, God, I need a word. And you open up that Bible and it talks to you. And you take it. Take a stand. 
and you're not moving. Come on. I'm standing. Yes, I took and I stand over every situation. I've got the word of God over every situation. Come on, I'm speaking to that mountain. It's got to move over every situation. Give me the word. Hallelujah. Woo. I rejoice over that word. The word of God is forever settled in heaven. He has established it above his name. No word from God is void of power, but it contains within it. Come on, the ability to perform what he has spoken. It is alive. It is powerful. Sharper than a two-edged sword. Come on, heaven and earth are going to pass away. But the word of the living God will stand forever and ever over every situation. Come on, say it. Give me the word. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Get up on your feet. Lift up your hands and say, God, I'm just here. I'm hungry and I'm ready to receive what you're speaking today. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word. The entrance of your word gives light, gives understanding into the simple. We thank you, Lord, that your word is forever settled in heaven, that we receive your word with meekness, that we humble ourselves for fresh revelation, fresh application of your word, that our faith will grow exceedingly and be strengthened. We thank you, Lord, that your word works mightily and effectually in us who believe that we are believers. We mix faith with your word and we thank you, Lord, that there's healing in your word. You sent your word and it healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Thank you, Lord, that your word is alive. It is a living thing and carries your life and your ability. We thank you for the word working in us mightily today and we trust the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth to lead us and guide us into all truth. We thank you, Lord, for working in us today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. 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 You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Of course, uh, we'd like to say something about your pastors. They're two of the best pastors in the history of the world. Amen. 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 You have wonderful pastors, very blessed pastors. And have been friends a long time, and we really, uh, really appreciate them, love them. And uh, we always love coming to the church and getting to see some of you we've known for a long time. Amen. Uh, anybody here for the very first time? Anybody here first time you ever seen me in a meeting? Amen. Some of y'all always say, give this church another chance after I'm gone. But uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> we have a little bit of fun today. Praise God. Well, this morning we're going to talk about this from the book called The God Kind. The God Kind. And it's on the God Kind of Life, which carries the God Kind of everything. I'll try that one more time. The God Kind of Life which carries the God kind of everything. Amen. And so we're going to look at several scriptures really on, um, on this life or eternal life. Uh, in John chapter 10, verse 10, uh, of course, John 3, uh, uh, 16, uh, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Everlasting life or eternal life. In John 10, 10, Jesus said, 
I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So Jesus kind of tells us exactly why he came. And so main purpose he came, he said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Other translations say have it overflowing in you. Uh, a lot of times people, you know, if you'll talk to them about some, most of the time it's about the challenges or difficulties they're going through, and they'll always say, that's life. But Jesus came to give you a new kind of life, amen, <laughs> which is everlasting or eternal life, which most of the Bible scholars say that eternal life could better be translated the life of the eternal one, which means it is the life of God. It is not just life that goes on forever. It is a certain kind of life, a quality of life that Jesus Christ came to give. This life, as we look at these scriptures, you'll see, is the crowning achievement of the plan of redemption. The crowning achievement of the plan of redemption is for you and I to receive this life, eternal life. Number one reason Jesus died on the cross, raised from the dead, is so that you could pass from death unto life. Amen. And so when Adam sinned in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says when he sinned, that day he died. Well, he didn't die physically that day, but he, was, uh, he died spiritually, which spiritual death simply means that you're separated from God. So when he died spiritually, then his number one need was for this life, the life of God. He died spiritually, separated from God. And immediately when he died spiritually, then that death began to affect his mind, his soul, his body, every part of him. Actually, Adam never could have died physically unless he died spiritually first. And so spiritual death is really the biggest problem that all of us have without Jesus Christ. The moment you make Jesus the Lord of your life, the first thing that happens is you now receive eternal life. So eternal life is not something you get when you die. Y'all still here? In other words, you say, boy, when I die, I'm going to have eternal life. No, eternal life is something you get when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. So uh, if you study Christianity as it is uh, different from other religions in the world, that every religion will offer lessons and many good lessons in many religions. But only Jesus Christ gives life. Every religion offers lessons. But Jesus did not come just to bring a lesson because he came to give you life, eternal life, the God kind of life, and it is a quality of life that you can only get from Jesus Christ. Let's try that one more time. It's a quality of life, not just something you get when you die. It's something you get when you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, and his life comes into you. Amen? Amen. And so when Adam sinned, he really went from life to death. When Adam sinned, he was alive, then he died spiritually. When you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you go from death to life. Amen? We know we have passed from death to life. So we're going to look at these scriptures real quickly here, but listen, listen close. The devil cannot dominate any person who has eternal life. All right, we'll try that one more time. When, when you know you got it, 
and you ain't trying to get it, and you ain't going to get it, but you know you got it. It is that life that makes you a new creature in Christ. That old things pass away and everything becomes new. In other words, you leave the jurisdiction of death and you enter a whole new jurisdiction, the jurisdiction of life. You literally pass from death unto life. Amen. Amen. If we could get an x-ray of what happened when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, then you'd see something's really supernatural happen. And the life of God came on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. It's the God kind of life. That life... That life on the inside of you makes you more than a match for the devil. And when you have that life in you, it's what makes you a new creature in Christ. Old things pass away. Everything's new. So you need to write this down. The devil cannot dominate any person who has this life, who knows what it is, how to acknowledge it. Amen. That this life, the God kind of life, eternal life, number one, it will develop you spiritually. Number two, it will increase your intellect. All major inventions in the world came from a nation that had this life. When this life, which comes from the gospel of Christ, comes into a nation or into a family, it changes that family forever when they know what that life is and you teach your children what that life is. So it says in John 1, 4, in Christ, in him was life and that life was the light of men. That's why anyone who has received this life, it produces light, which means it will increase your intellect. It will actually resist sickness and disease. It is this life that makes you more than a conqueror. Amen. Amen. So let's get some scriptures real quickly and then we'll get a definition because you'll know that you have received Christ, amen, as your Lord and Savior and you know what you have, which is the number one reason Jesus came was not just to get you to heaven, but get the life of heaven on the inside of you, all right? Amen. So let's look at 1 John chapter 5 real quickly here and I'll go through some of these scriptures. And uh, I won't be able to cover the subject uh, totally, but you can get the book and uh, you can study it. So, First John chapter 5, verse 11, and uh, John, the gospel of John and the epistle of John, you, if you study how many times you use the word eternal life or everlasting life or just that word life, it's the Greek word zoe. I'm going to give you a definition in just a second. But look at this here. So John majors on this life. So Paul's letters, he majors on who you are in Christ. Matthew, Mark, and Luke majors on the kingdom of God. And uh, John just talked about life, this life, this life. So, so uh, John, the story of John is, is this life contains the love of God. It's the divine nature. So everything that's in God comes from this life. So the love of God. So here John, uh, I mean, Stories about John, they tried to kill him. They couldn't kill him. Put him on the Isle of Patmos. He wouldn't die. And uh, then he wrote the book of Revelation. And the end he talks about in Revelation, he said, there is a river of this life. Yeah. Amen. And anybody that wants to can come and drink from this water. Amen. If anybody's thirsty, come and drink. So John saw what this life is. So the most important river in the world is the life that comes out of heaven, out of God. Eternal life. 
in that life, then there's a book called the book of life. You sure want your name in that book. <laughs> and so that's what happens when you make Jesus your Lord is God said, I've got a book of everybody who has this life. Amen. So look at 1 John 5, really. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm talking here. But 1 John 5, this is the record, verse 11, 1 John 5, 11. This is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. All right, the next verse. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. So this life, you can only get it one place. Controlled substance. You can only get it from Jesus. So he says, he that hath the Son hath, and my favorite translation just adds one word, whoever has Jesus hath the Son hath this life. And he that does not have Jesus, the Son, does not have this life. Hmm. Well, when you make Jesus the Lord of your life, he said the distinguishing factor is you have this life. Amen. And people that have this life is what makes them different than everybody else. It's what made Jesus different than everybody else. <laughs> you think different, you talk different, and when you have this life, you can just almost see it in people's eyes and countenance. No matter where you are in the world, you can see somebody, you got that life. Amen. So he says, this is the record. In other words, John said, the reason I'm writing this is that you can know that you have eternal life. This life is in Christ. He that has son hath life. He hath not the son of God does not have life. Verse 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the son of God that you may what? You may know what? That you may know that you have eternal life, that you may believe on the name of the son of God. In other words, John said, I wrote this whole letter just so that you as a believer may know without a doubt that you have eternal life. Come on, now, no matter what's going on in your life, you ought to just get up every morning and look in the mirror and say, I know I have eternal life. Now, now that you know you got it, do you know what it is? Amen. Do you know what it'll do in you? And did you know you can actually have a greater measure of it? You can actually have it overflowing in you to where you are actually contagious. You become a carrier of the God kind of life. Yeah. Amen. And so what this life does. So turn, turn to John chapter 5, the gospel of John chapter 5. Let me give you the scripture here because this, uh, this was like a major radical change in my thinking when I was about 17 years old. And uh, I started studying who you are in Christ. And I got a hold of this one here, John uh, chapter 5, verse 24 through 26. Can you find that? John chapter 5, verse 24 through 26, praise the Lord. And uh, John 5, 24, Jesus here, red letters, said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from what? Death. That means you already passed from death unto life. Amen. And he says in verse 25, Verily, verily, I say, the hour is coming when, uh, and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they shall, that hear shall what? Come alive. 
All right, look at verse 26. For as the Father hath life in himself, so is he given to the Son to have life in himself. All right, so look at this, John 5, 24. Uh, the Father, God, has life in himself. That's what Jesus said. So if you were to interview God and say, what is it that you have in you? Come on, you stay happy all the time, right? You never get sick. You never are broke. What is it that you have in you? And the God would say, well, I have life. Now, we know the Greek word here is zoe, the God kind of life. God has this life, and here's what other translations say. The Father has this life in himself as its original source. And he gave it to the son to have this life as its immediate source. In other words, what God did in Christ is he has this life. Man lost this life. And God said, but I'm going to bring this life back in the form of my son. And whoever receives him receives this life. Are y'all still here? So... If you knew what the devil saw when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, he would see, wow, he can no longer dominate you and sickness can no longer dominate you, but you have received eternal life. That life will quicken your intellect. It will bring health and strength to your body because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will now quicken or give life to your mortal body. So that means it's healing life. Come on, we're going to see what it does here in a second. What that life does on the inside of you so you can know you have it and know what it does. Come on. It'll even make you smarter. Don't look around right now, but everybody should consider this. When you know you have it, increase your intellect. It produces light. Praise the Lord. The life of God. It's the God kind of life, and there's a river of it in heaven. Amen. When you receive Jesus, he said that life on the inside of you, it will leap up on the inside of you in John chapter 4, and it will satisfy you spiritually. Come on, you're no longer searching and searching for satisfaction. You know, I can't get no, no, no satisfaction. You're no longer searching and searching for satisfaction. The moment you receive Jesus, that life comes into your spirit. That's what you were created for. That's what God designed you for is now you have this life. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Now, um, a good friend of ours, Jay Dickey, you know, came from Jay and Janice, and uh, her name is Yoder, served at Kenneth Hagin's board. And uh, I guess it was a year or two ago they were telling us this story, how that Janice, um, um, she's a nurse, and Jay was getting sick. With COVID, his lungs, difficult to breathe. So she puts stethoscope on him, and she says, man, you know, you're in, you're in some serious trouble here. You must take you straight to the hospital. And uh, Jay's laying there in his chair, and, you know, uh, he worked for uh, Janice's daddy, the odors, who did the whole, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, Trust. I forget the name of their company, but Trust did $150 million a year. So it's a big company, and Jay was a manager. And he was thinking about, now, I've got to get to work. And his wife says, no, you're going to the hospital. So Jay was laying there, you know, in his lungs. He's having a hard time breathing. 
And so he's laying there, and she said, you're going to the hospital. And Jay sat there a minute, and he, went, and he jumped up out of the chair, and he said, no, he said, I've got too much of the life of God on the inside of me for COVID to stay in my lungs. I've got the God kind of life, and that life quickens my mortal body. No, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm going to work in the morning. So got up in the morning, and he is perfectly well in the morning. I got too much. So we're not talking about you just having a trickle of this life. You have too much of this life on the inside of you. Come on, that if you even start feeling something messing with your body, you say, oh, no, Mr. Devil, I got the life of God on the inside of me. That life overflows in my body. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> so let's get a little definition. One little definition of, of what it is. I'll give you a definition. This is W.E. Vine's uh, Dictionary of New Testament Words. Wow. You ready? I'll have to go through this a little fast, but so you, you can think about this for the next 20 years. Uh, W.E. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words says the word zoe. Zoe is the word for eternal life. And really, um, uh, W. Vine says, it is Zoe, eternal life, the God kind of life, is life as a principle. It is life in the absolute sense. It is life as God has it. It is that which the Father has in himself, which he gave to the Son to have in himself. And it is what the Son manifested in the world. So that's why Jesus was never afraid to lay hands on people with contagious diseases because the life in him was greater than that disease. Y'all still here? So now, you know, I was in a drugstore not too long ago and standing in line and I got off of my spot, you know, and I had my spot and there's a lady on her spot and I was just wandering around, I guess, and uh, taking a glance at the uh, Hershey candy bars or something. So <laughs> I got off my spot, and I got a little too close to that lady, and I just, I just saw her like, ah, ah, and she, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. I said, you actually might want to catch what I have, though, I'm telling you, because I am contagious. I said, I have the God kind of life on the inside of me. And when I lay hands on the sick, they recover. <laughs> All right, let's finish reading it. Uh, and he says, this life is in Christ, and he is the author. Jesus is the author of all who trust in him. For the life that he gives, he maintains. Eternal life is the essential Eternal life is the present actual possession of the believer. All right, underline that somewhere. Eternal life is the present actual possession of the believer because of his relationship with Christ. And that it will one day extend its domain to the sphere of the body is assured by the resurrection of Christ. Here's what that means. That means that life's already in your spirit. But... At the resurrection, at the, at the uh, rapture, when the trumpet sounds, the life that's in your spirit will extend its domain to the sphere of your body. Even though you now have eternal life, which is literally uh, 
immortality. Immortality, you know, the Bee Gees and Dion, uh, Celine Dion saying immortality, you know, we never say goodbye, we go the journey through eternity, and beautiful song, but sister, if you don't have Jesus, you don't have no immortality. In other words, this is endless life that comes from Christ, and that life is in your spirit, and you actually have it in a measure in your spirit right now. That immortality will, will expand to your body. You ought to see what you're going to look like at the rapture of Christ when the life of God that's in you, bam, hits your body, and your body's quickened, and you go right through that roof. What kind of a body are you going to have? It's going to be fun, I can tell you that, you have a kind of body. But you already have that life in your spirit right now, right? And so he says, this life, this is the present possession of every believer. In other words, everybody say, I got it right now. And it will extend its domain to your out outward man. Praise the Lord. Immortality. That means you're never afraid of dying because you have immortality. And so eternal life is basically life that has no death. No fear of death, no death whatsoever. And you already have eternal life, right? And one day your body may die, but you <laughs> already have eternal life. Amen? Amen. All right, let's read another definition because we'd like to find out what we got. Come on, some people got saved. Thank God for that. But how'd you like to know what you got? So here's what uh, I think James Stewart says it this way. He says, this life which flows from Christ into man is something totally different from anything experienced on the merely natural plane. It is different not only in degree, but it is a different kind of life. In other words, you've got five different words translated life in the Bible. Some talk about your physical life, your natural life, your friendship life. But when Jesus said, I came to give you life, it's a whole different kind of life. And so you won't say, that's life. You say, no, that ain't my life. I got the life of God on the inside of me. And in that life is love and joy and peace and all the fruit of the Spirit. Everything's in God. So it's healing life, delivering life, blessing life, overcoming life. It's a God kind of life. It's the same life that raised Christ from the dead. Amen. All right, let me finish reading this. Forgive me. It is different in degree, not only in degree, but also in kind. It is a new quality of life, a supernatural quality. As Paul puts it elsewhere, you are a new creation. Not just the intensification of powers already possessed, but the sudden emergence of an entirely new and original element. When a man comes to be in Christ, he begins to live in the sphere of the post-resurrection life of Jesus. The life which he now lives bears the quality of eternity. McLeod Campbell in his great work on the atonement complains that ordinary religion is so much a struggle to secure an unknown future happiness instead of, to bring, instead of being the meditation on and the welcoming of the present gift of eternal life. In other words, ordinary religion wants you to be conscious, well, you know, someday you're going to go to heaven. That's kind of what you're going to get out of this deal which is great, but he said, really, to define Christianity, it is the welcoming of and the meditating on the present gift of eternal life. Yeah. 
and this life is in Christ. But Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So while you're meditating on the word, the same life is in Christ. Now, comes on the inside of you. And then Jesus turns to Peter in John 6, 68. He says, Peter, you're going to, you're going to go away because at one time everybody was leaving Jesus. So Jesus turns and says, you're going to leave Peter? And Peter said, where am I going to go? He said, you have the words of eternal life. So Peter said, I don't understand everything you're saying, but I really ain't going nowhere because your words contain eternal life. Well, that's more than a lesson too, isn't it? Oh, let's try that again. I said, that's more than just a lesson. When you're meditating on the Word of God, hearing the Word of God, then the life that's in that Word works on the inside of you. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? He said the life that he gives, this life, has the stamp of eternity on it, and it is the present possession of the believer. Everybody say, I know. I have eternal life. All right, another, another, another Bible scholar. Have you heard enough yet? Here's another one. William Barclay, in his commentary, says, Eternal life is not simply life that goes on forever. It is true that the New Testament never forgets that God has promised men resurrection from the dead, but the essential of eternal life is not duration, it is quality. Eternal life is the injection into the realm of time of something of the realm of eternity. It is the coming into human life of something of the life of God. It's the divine nature. Come on. It's the same life as in God. James Stewart. You ready for this one? James Stewart says, a man in Christ, that's the name of his book, this life which flows from God into man is something totally different from anything experienced on the natural plane. I like to say it's not going, you know, from a Chevrolet, you know, to a Mercedes. Somebody said, I've got abundant life. I used to have Mer I used to have Chevrolet. I got me Mercedes. No doubt there's blessing in this life, but he's not talking about anything on the natural plane. He's talking about something that is supernatural, which is the life of God that comes on the inside of you. It's a quality of life that in your family, come on, you pass from death to life and you love the brethren. First evidence you have eternal life, you pass from death to life, is the love nature of God comes on the inside of you. All right, let's keep reading here. I see some of you. Y'all listening, I'm hoping. All right. So he says, it is different not only in degree but also in kind. It is a supernatural life. It makes... <laughs> It makes man a new creation, not the intensification of powers already possessed, but sudden emergence of entirely new and original element. When a man comes to be in Christ, he lives in the post-resurrection life of Christ. Translators New Testament says, it's the kind of life that is given to all true believers in Christ. The word eternal draws attention to the quality of the life. Thus, eternal life can be experienced by believers while subject to temporal conditions of earthly life. So he's telling translators, if you're translating eternal life to somewhere in Africa or somewhere in India, then you must be careful that you do not eternal life as, as a picture of just something that goes on forever. Because it is not just duration. It is a quality of life that Jesus Christ himself came to give to all believers. It is really the God kind of life. Amen. All right, where are you going to get it from? All right, look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, 5, 6. 
My time's just about up here, but y'all pray for me. I'm coming once a year. So Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, 5, and 6. Y'all ready? Let me give you this one here. You ready? But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were what? Dead. That's a problem. And he's not talking about physical death because that, that could be a, a real serious problem, mortality, right? All right? So he's not talking about physical death. He's talking about the spiritual death, separation from God. So it says, you were dead in trespasses and sin, but God, rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were, what, dead in sin, he quickened us together with Christ and raised us up together with Christ and made us sit down together with him in heavenly places. All right, now how many of you have an Amplified Bible? Here's what the Amplified Bible says. He gave us the very same life that he gave to Christ. In other words, God in Christ, in the resurrection of Christ, he actually took the same life that's in Christ and gave it to you and made us alive together with the same life and made us alive together and raised us up together and made us sit down together with him in heavenly places. Amen. Woo, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Romans 8, 2. Write that one down. I've got to finish. Romans 8, 2. I could have gone faster. Y'all listening slow. So, <laughs> Romans chapter 8, verse 2. Y'all ready for this? Romans 8, 2. For the law of the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Yes, glory. Come on. All right. Now, there is a spiritual law that's in this life. Or you can say it this way. The law of spiritual life in Christ has set me free from this other law of sin and death. In other words, this law of life is a law the whole kingdom of God operates by. And when you have this life and you know what it is, what it does, he said, it lifts you out of the law of sin and death. In other words, you're not going to get the same results as everybody else in this world when you've got the life of Christ and the very life of God on the inside of you. What is your confession? What is your declaration of faith? My confession. Come on, no matter what you're facing, is I know I have eternal life. I have the God kind of life. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. That life on the inside of me resists the devil, resists darkness, resists oppression, resists sickness and disease. The life of God that's on the inside of me. My confession is it makes me smarter. Come on, it quickens my body. And there's blessing in that life. There's joy in that life. So that means I got joy life. I got love life. I got the God kind of life. I got the peace of God. And now I have it in a measure, but I can actually have it in an overflowing measure so that rivers of living water can flow out of my belly. <laughs> so John G. Lake did it this way. John G. Lake in Africa, bubonic plague coming through there, missionary, contagious, everybody's People dying and, and fear everywhere. The, uh, a plague, right? Doesn't remind you of anything the last couple of years. So people just live in fear. So John G. Lake had a great healing ministry. And so they asked him, how is it that you're not afraid to pray for people with this, with this plague? And dying people dying around him. 
He said, well, here's what you do. You take some of the foam from the mouth of somebody who has a disease and said, put it on my hand, put my hand under a microscope and see what happens. <laughs> so, so they put that thing with all those germs, all that disease on it. And so they put it in a microscope and they could see it. And they said, as soon as it touched your hand, it died. Come on, he must have known something that somebody else didn't know because you can be a Christian and be just as afraid of everything else in this world, but when you know you have the life of God on the inside of me, you have passed from death unto life, and the devil cannot dominate any person that has eternal life. It is overcoming life, the God kind of life. You have that life as a free gift, and it is the crowning achievement of the death and resurrection of Christ is to take that life and put it on the inside of you. Come on, it's blessing life. I said it's blessing life. You cannot be broke. You cannot be poor when you have the life of God on the inside of you. I know I have. Eternal life. Hallelujah. Everybody say, I know I have eternal life. Come on, you can never be depressed when you know you have eternal life. Well, give the Lord a shout. Come on, everybody, Pastor. God bless Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. That revelation of the God kind of life. Amen? Amen? That revelation of the God kind of life. That revelation of the God kind of life breaks us out of just religious thinking. I'm going to heaven someday, right? And that length of time. But I have a new kind of life, a new quality of life. It's the quality, I like that, of the post-resurrection life of Jesus Christ. Right? We have that, we talk about that resurrection. We're coming up on Easter. We have that resurrected life. When he was raised, we were raised with him. When he was seated at the right hand, we were seated with him in heavenly places. A new kind of life. And so the enemy will come and say, Well, that's that's all right, you know, that you you got you're a Christian, you have an enhanced kind of life, like a, a life with sprinkles on it. You know, you'll go out there at the coffee cart. There'll be donuts with sprinkles. Your kids will want donuts with sprinkle because they don't want just plain. And so we're thinking now I have a, a life. Uh, it's Christian. It has Christian sprinkles. Everybody should like that. But he says, no, it's not like you didn't just get sprinkles. You got a whole new donut. Right? You got a whole new life, not just an enhancement of life. Amen. And so we can get that in our thinking that it's not just something that was added to, it was brand new. The devil can't come back to our old life or the condemnation of it and say, but you look at what you've done. You look and say, no. That's the old life. That's the old man. He's dead. I have a new kind of life. And the quality of that life really springs forth. I love that 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 new, that new life. The very beginning, that the quality characteristic is that God nature is the love of God. The love of God is that new nature. Amen. Praise the Lord. How I many of you got taught the word today? The Bible says that when we're taught the word, we communicate to the teacher in all good things. 
And we communicate to the teacher in all good things because, again, and I know you know this, but it's always good to get down on the inside of us once we've received the word like that, that we might really embrace the word. We're making a value decision. We've just received something of eternal life. We've received something that we'll walk away from here as we meditate on it, and it will just continue to teem with life on the inside of us. It's eternal. And so he says, when you make the value that what you've just received is from eternal life, the word that you've received will go on if you give it that place, working, transforming, changing, enhancing, building this life that God has given to you, then it's no big deal that we communicate with the teacher of eternal things from our natural temporal substance. We determine that the word that we've just received is more valuable than anything. And when we place that value on the word of God, Man, I'll tell you, you start guarding, you start protecting the things that have value. You take it with you and you don't go, by Monday go, oh, yeah, what was, no, I, I've embraced it because I put a, a value on it. Amen. Amen. And so when we have opportunity to give to those who taught us, the Bible says, when we have opportunity to do good, we're also looking and saying, man, I was just taught the word. I just received something of eternal value. I'm now making a judgment of what, what I have received, and it's no big deal that I go ahead and communicate back with the teacher. See, God, God Jesus put, gave gifts unto men. God put things on the inside of Pastor Mark and Trina that would come and equip us further that would develop in us. And so God put something of great high value on the inside of them to share with us, and we communicate from substance that God's put in our life. Amen. And so we've received something of great value, and we just get an opportunity. The Bible says, as often as you have an opportunity to do good, to communicate back good, I'll just put it this way, take advantage of that opportunity. So we're just, we have an opportunity to think about that and understand what we've received and then communicate back. Amen? If you're making out a check, make it out to New Creation Church. You're giving by cash or debit or credit card, raise your hand. The ushers will get you an envelope. If you're uh, giving text, the number's up there. If you're watching online, you can get involved in this uh, giving with us and push the, the giving tab and get involved or give by text. Praise the Lord. Man, good word. I just encourage you. Uh, those, the books that he announced out there, uh, you can get those books. There's many other books. All the books are tremendous. The bloodline of a champion is so uh, tremendous. Uh, but we had some time. We went to, to the leadership conference and got these books and so spent time. The, the book on honor is tremendous. He starts with uh, honor in your family, in your marriage. Uh, just goes through honor and how that honor really changes uh, things in our life, the God kind of life. Got an opportunity to read that. I was just, Tasha read on confession. The, 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 they're, they're tremendous. So I encourage you, go and get those. What you heard today, just, it just expounds and grows upon that. So take advantage of the materials out there. They'll continue to help you and, and grow and increase in the word of God. Meditate on those things. There's so many scriptures on eternal life in that book to just meditate on. There's confessions in that book to, to confess in your daily confession. Confession. Why, why do we do that? Because we get down on the inside of us. Gets on the inside of us and we confess it. And it really generates that life-giving transformation and power. Amen? You ready to give? Father, we thank you for every opportunity that we have to give and to communicate with the teacher that's imparted spiritual things to us. We're so thankful 
for the word of God that we have received today. That it is spirit. It is life to us. The revelation of that eternal life. The devil cannot dominate our life as we grab a hold of eternal life. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the revelation of who Jesus is in the life that he gave us. So we're so thankful for that word. We declare that as it's received, it grows up and it produces 30, 60, and 100-fold in every heart and life, and it's producing. And so we thank you, Lord, as this uh, giving, the offering comes in, that it, it blesses each one who gives, but it also is multiplied. Just as the word is growing and multiplying and producing in our hearts and our lives, we thank you that this seed that is planted, this natural seed finances, will be multiplied in so many ways. In the ministry of Mark and Trina Hankins, in their life, God, that it causes to multiply what they can do and where they can go and teaching the word and expanding throughout the world, the books and the things that you've called them to do, that even what we give right now will be multiplied and increased and the fruit of it will be increased. We thank you for the opportunity of divine exchange. Command blessing upon each and every one in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can go ahead and pass those buckets. Whew, glory to God. Amen. So I know that Pastor Mark said that he taught on the God kind of life this service. He's not sure what he's going to teach on next service, but you might want to stay around and see what he taught. If he teaches God kind of life again, you just get that on the inside of you. Something else, uh, you might stay around and just get the next dose. We have him here for a day. You might as well just get filled up with that. And, and so you're welcome to hang around. If not, uh, we will see you at 6 o'clock tonight. Amen. Why don't you stand up with me? Let's say this as we go. What God did in Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus. Far, exceeds. far exceeds any damage done to me.